Welcome to Fresh Off The Block. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of Fresh Off The Block. We haven't been on a happy note uh, recently and uh, to talk us through the pain is the soulful voice of Ullas Mara. Yeah, that's a bit of an irony, right? When you consider that Ullas actually means happiness. But anyway, here I am. And on the other hand, uh, speaking straight as he always does, hello, it's hello, Nishit Desai. So Nishit, the loss against Mazia, what did you think? Did we get the team selection no, I don't wrong? I think we did. We had a full strength team in the home leg. Uh, we even rested our key players against ATK. And we fielded our youth team, which did very well, by the way. And uh, in the away game, uh, we did the best we could because we had uh, two fixtures uh, against Chennai and Kerala Blasters going on. So I think we did a good balance of that. And we came back with an away goal and just one goal deficit. So it, it could have been easily overturned at the home leg. And in the home leg, uh, we had a great team. It was definitely doable. I don't think it was a problem with team selection. Ulas, uh, we were one kick away, weren't we? So, it's not that we played bad. Or do you think we played badly that night? Well, if you concede so many goals at home, yes, we have played badly. Um, and it's an aberration. Because it's not something that usually happens with us, especially at the Kantirava. So, uh, I think it's, a, it's an indication of the season we've had, isn't it? Uh, we just... So, we, were, we prepared for this game. We prepared to win this game. And we were clearly very serious about winning this game. It's not that we were casual about it. So, in spite of all of that, the result didn't turn, uh, turn out to be what we expected. Nishid, let's talk about Mazia. Uh, they're not a half-bad team, aren't they? They also had a very good striker, in my opinion. So, what do you have to say that... Did we lose because of one man's uh, show at the top? Not really. See, uh, people, uh, there are some ignorant commentators out there saying that we lost to fishermen team or whatever. That, that's really not doing any service to Maldives or Maldives in general, right? Maldives as a team, national, national level, they have given problems to India. Uh, even uh, Maldivian teams, be it New Radiant or Mazia has created a problem for us. When you uh, just look at overall stats saying that, okay, before this game, we were undefeated against Mazia, that is that doesn't paint complete picture. Uh, two games, we were really close. In one game, uh, Shankar scored a last-minute goal. In another game, uh, Jono scored last-minute goal. So that is how we have been getting a winning against uh, Mazia. So there have, we have never rolled over them. That's a, a traditionally... They have been a, a really good team. Uh, even in previous AFC, they have they have played a four or five AFC Cup group stage level, and they have done re- reasonably well. It uh, the way people are representing this loss by downplaying Mazia, that is, uh, I don't think that is a right way to look at things. Ulas, don't you think the football media is being a little harsh on BFC, considering what? BFC has done for uh, India and the AFC? Um, see, it's, it is being harsh, but uh, you've got to put things in the overall context. Uh, when you look at uh, how other clubs are preparing, they are progressing and we seem to be regressing. So, in that sense, uh, this has been coming for a while because I, while mm-hmm. I, I do understand that it comes off uh, as a bit of a 
witch hunt or a targeted attack on BST, but uh, I, I I don't think it is surprising, is it? Because we have made a big deal out of this. We have always said that Asia is a dream. Uh, we take a lot of pride in it, and this is where we belong. And then to lose the way we did, um, I think it did. It got a bit of criticism, but some of it could be harsh, some of it could have been justified, but on the balance of it, I would say uh, such criticism was always going to come our way. Someday it was going to happen. Nishit, just on a lighter note, uh, when clubs are taking dig at us who haven't done much in the AFC competitions, do you think uh, it reflects poorly on them or you know, we deserve every bit of stick that we get? See, uh, in terms of introspection, uh, definitely this is like uh, one of the one kind of record that we don't want to have. Uh, but the suddenly the criticism that is being piled upon by the people who didn't even care what AFC Cup was before BFC came along are now suddenly coming out of their caves and seeing what has BFC done, they are they are regressing and uh, ISL has done this and what so-called uh, champions of India are doing this. So let me, to all those people, uh, so here is the thing, right? Like, uh, uh, FC Goa is going to become first team uh, for India to represent uh, in ACL, right? And this comes from the points that the uh, respective teams of the country earn in uh, in Asian games, be it AFC Cup or ACL. So no no club has done more than BFC since the inception of BFC. So let me let me give you a quick overview. Uh, we started playing AFC Cup in uh, 2015 after winning our first leg. Since then, we have got 31 points at Asia level. Uh, that counts towards this ranking. Other clubs combined don't have half the points. Mohan Bagan got 7.45 points. Chennai got 3.92 points. Uh, Minerva Punjab got 1.7 points. So this is the owner that is saying <laughs> that BFC has done this service to India, blah, blah, blah. They need to remember themselves that they got zero wins last year. So that, that is 1.7 points against 31.22 points that BFC has. Right? East Bengal has got 1.67 points mm. and Isol FC got 1.63 points. So uh, all the criticism, all the mm. introspection is warranted from our side. But those on outside, please look at in your own houses before criticizing BFC. That's all I'm saying. Hmm, well put, Nishit. Uh, I think that was a good message to send across. But uh, having said that, I think we need to take the defeat uh, on the chin and move on. Uh, but one thing that needs to be remembered in all of this is that you can say whatever you want about the fact that we lost during the uh, pre-qualifying stages. But ultimately, BFC was the club that put put India on the AFC map. I think that's the conclusion of it. Having said that, we will we'll be gracious enough to wish Goa all the best for next year's tournament. And we really hope they do well. <clears throat> so that other clubs also benefit uh, in such competitions. Okay, guys, moving on. Uh, or rather, let, let's, talk about, let's talk about our run-in to Sunday. So we've had three games. One against ATK, who we face against again this Sunday. We've had a, a shocking 
shocking to the fans at least a defeat to kerala blasters away and uh, we've also had a fairly even draw against chennai so ulas uh, let me actually start with uh, with the loss to uh, kerala blasters i know we played the chennai game first but uh, let's start with the loss to kerala blasters our first ever loss to them so what do you have to say nothing much actually uh, it's it was going to happen at some point we were not going to go on winning forever so uh, i the fact that uh, that loss didn't in any way uh, redeem their season so maybe yeah they they they'll hopefully now uh, you know stop boycotting their own club uh, but beyond that uh, i i don't see the point of it uh, we were not going to the way we performed the season i didn't expect us to finish top of the table so then the only logical place to be in was somewhere in the top 4 which we which we still are okay speaking of utterly mediocre uh, well at least they were utter, utterly mediocre nishit at the start of the season uh, i'm talking about chennai in fc what a run in they have had to the knockouts uh, they've they've killed it with six wins and two draws they are a truly uh, dark horse in the in the title race so last year uh, after their poor run uh, john gregory offered to resign he basically showed disinterest saying that i don't want to continue but chennai management still continued with him um, but finally he was at the midway and since then they have really played brilliantly they had a they had good players but uh, uh, if you if you remember their game against bengaluru uh, fc at kantirava they they looked clueless that uh, we we won 3-0 but we could have won even uh, even uh, even with bigger margin but since then uh, they have played uh, really brilliantly uh, i was i was really apprehensive about that game that we might end up losing but it was a it was a good game from both sides and it ended up a draw which i think was a fair result uh, they have their own strengths and weaknesses we had our own strengths and weaknesses with injury tactics everything so in hindsight i think that was a fair result and i think uh, that is something to watch out for uh, they they are they really perform well when they are uh, in uh, when they are in playoffs so i think uh, although goa is playing great chennai versus goa could be uh, unpredictable uh, games i think and ulas uh, perfectly ending our group our uh, group phase so to speak in isl was the was the game against atk we have fielded a lot of young players leon agustin being one who shined that night and uh, we have had a lot of good players coming through the academy right now and hope and this is a good sign as the club to be giving youngsters a chance yes it's certainly a good sign leon augustin has been knocking on the doors for a while if anyone who's followed the reserve season uh, last year and, and as well as this one uh, where we re- we won the george hoover trophy and this, this year we retained it uh, leon augustin has he does have a lot to learn still but one thing we saw is his appetite for the big occasion right some players just freeze some players get too odd uh, some players take a bit of time but this boy just hit the ground running so 
good performance and i hope carlos uh, took away the fact that he has options in that position in case uh, udanta isn't quite consistently delivering uh, so good signs overall uh, and this is what you want to see because uh, you don't want to develop players at a reserves level and then see them you know move to other clubs you want to actually see some of them make a step up to your first team so in that sense uh, parag has been another player who's been knocking on the doors for a while but unfortunately he's been injured a bit so uh, it was good to see him get a run so yeah overall good signs uh, and i won't read too much into the results but uh, yeah uh, super impressed by what i saw nishit uh, there are two spectrums that i want to highlight about two of these players uh, on that afc cup night against mazia one was suresh wangjam who had one of the most splendid performances that you can ever see live and on the other hand you had parag who had come on as a substitute had to take a penalty in the sudden death and as a player it's it's difficult to take because as a player you'd probably blame yourself for missing the penalty and probably letting the match go so what 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 do you have to say for these two players yeah so i'm glad you uh, brought up uh, suresh wangam uh, he got uh, he was declared in the squad at the beginning of the season but he started getting chance only later when uh, we had a set of injuries and he has grabbed that opportunity with both hands uh, once he got the opportunity uh, he was he was undroppable uh, in a in a in a in crucial games in isl uh, as well as afc he has played he has played brilliantly so uh, i don't think uh, any player who has been given an opportunity right beat uh, uh, udanta nishu or uh, any player that who have come up with uh, uh, come ahead with us from young age have taken up game so maturely right from the get go so uh, he uh, the two players that i think uh, are most improved i would say of this season are nishu and uh, suresh nishu is was already established player but again he has improved a lot as someone from a young uh, young age suresh has been uh, brilliant uh, regarding parag uh, yeah he he played he played really well in the in the away game that uh, he was given a chance here uh, it is it was the mark of the occasion we were leading even in the penalty but then we dropped the ball and then uh, when parag came to take the kick the pressure was already weighing in so it is tough to put a youngster in such a spot but uh, again set of circumstances again substitutions and everything uh, ideally it should have never come to the fact that parag had to take a penalty but he ended up taking it but uh, that's fine uh he learned from this and uh, i don't think it is his fault you know it takes a big man to take a penalty in that stage and uh, speaking of big men i think we need we need an entire squad of big men this sunday what do you think guys what what do you think should be our plan for sunday it's one of the most crucial games considering the home leg is first i think on sunday we have to sort of depart from what we've seen all season uh, though i suspect carlos will Uh, but i think it it entirely depends on which carlos squadra shows up 
so if he says that let's kill the tie in this uh, game itself uh, that's that's what we would like to see because uh, we are terrible uh, when we when we travel away from home so uh, i think let's just settle this for once let's not always leave everything to the end uh, that hasn't quite worked out for us this time around so uh, i would i would want us to go for the kill in the first 20 30 minutes i i have a very strong feeling they will start with uh, edu garcia after what we saw uh, in the earlier match so uh, we'll will need a defensive masterclass only we'll need uh, far more creativity than we have seen so far because uh, let's face it we've seen all all our new signing score but at the same time there seems to be something off about the balance right so i hope uh, we show up with a big performance we put up a convincing win and then uh, in the away game we can always uh, count on our defense and and count on this uh, carles simioni to uh, see us through okay so i have two two questions one for each of you nishit i'm going to start with with a striker problem conundrum solution whatever you want to call it who do we start with deshon brown or uh, kevon that's a that's a big question uh i think uh, uh kevon looks better in the last couple of games but uh to be fair either of them have not played enough uh, to actually make an informed choice uh, if i'm being honest uh, the way dashon was playing in the first one and a half games it was it was really impressive he knew what he was doing he was fitting it well within uh, the formation that we were having so it may be the lack of uh, service if you want to say from ashik or udanta that he is suffering but uh, in either case uh, if we are uh, if our wing, uh, our fingers are not going to be strong then dashan uh, will really struggle with it kevon uh, has played barely two games so i am not sure uh, who would be a better choice in this case but if i am if i were to give an uh, uh, if i were to put my foot down i think we should trade dashan and i'm i'm glad you you brought this up nishit uh ulas my second question was going to be do we trust ashik and udanta to to deliver at a big stage so chetri will hopefully be back uh, which means that we don't have to worry about both ashik and udanta uh my guess would be and and i slightly disagree nishit because uh i know kevon has just come in and he hasn't uh had enough uh enough of a run of games to really show his mettle but uh chitri on the left udanta on the right and uh kevon freter on uh, kevon freter up top would work for me only because uh, i i thought that off the ball kevon looked better than deshon so you know there's a lot of combinations possible with neeli just uh, playing behind kevon Uh, Deshawn Brown, while he has scored a few goals, when he, when he doesn't have the ball at his feet, he just it, it's not he has not looked very convincing. 
uh, I don't think he still has that understanding with the other players around him. Uh, I, I don't think Ashik will get much of a look in for this game uh, unless we really need to make a substitution um, unless Udanta drops a disaster class again. Nishit, don't you think this is something for Udanta to to prove right now? The fact that he is not an emerging player. The fact that he is he has been in at this club for quite a considerable period of time, and he needs to break from his shell of being, you know, an understudy to become, you know, one of the most dependable players in the team. Yeah, I would uh, I would expand uh, these questions, and I'd say that uh, last uh, last month overall, right? Last one one and a half month has not been the best case scenario for uh, Bengaluru FC. But this is where we truly shine, right? In the previous cases, right? When we are when we are under uh, when we are under pressure, when we are struggling, that is when we need to come together as a as a as maybe as management, as team, as coach, as fans. Uh, I think the time for uh, analysis or anything, at least for this season, is gone. Uh, we have uh, we have to just think about one match at a time now, and what what is it that we can do uh, as fans? Uh, best in this case is what we need to do. Uh, I after after this loss, everybody was heartbroken, but I kept hearing the word again and again that we need to bring back uh, I League this, and that's exactly what we need to do. When we were uh, going up against uh, Mohan Bagan, we were we were on the back foot. And, uh, there are so many situations where we were on the back foot. But as long as even there is one percent chance, we continue fighting. Uh, even in AFC Cup, we uh, we were on back foot, but we ended up winning and we got an assist from Isol and we ended up going to knockout season. So this is what characterizes BFC. And uh, to my mind, there is. Nothing right now except for the game on Sunday, and uh, we have one day left for that. So let's go all out. Let because we know that if you come to uh, if you come for the game, it is going to be a spectacle, and it is not the game you are going to regret attending. Ulas, the uh, call is to bring back I League days, and you know what? We are in luck. We face Mohan Bagan this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, no, I mean, there is a need to uh, bring back the voice, the support. There, there, was a, there was a sense of primal passion about how we supported the club in the I-League days. And I think that would be more than welcome this Sunday. Uh, I hope fans can keep it clean. And uh, I hope uh, hostilities stay on the pitch and not off it. Uh, but there needs to be a very strong heart uh, and the players need to respond to these calls. I know that I've been hearing a lot from the fans in the build-up that we go, we kill it, we do this, we do that. There's, there's a lot of enthusiasm around banners and all. Uh, so, I know that the fans are going to turn up. Now, the question is, will the players heed that call? And will the players also respond to it? So, I think uh, let's throw the form book out. Let's forget what Udanta has been doing so far. And let's face it, it's not just Udanta. The season has been very, very erratic. So, to single out a player and say that uh, this, this this player is the weak link or a problem uh, is 
that the time for that is not now so i would say park all the analysis uh, and we can pick it up in subsequent uh, months we have a long long uh, off season anyway we'll have much to discuss we've been also hearing some silly transfer rumors so uh, there's been some speculation around that as well but the only thing i would like to remind our fans is that unlike a lot of other clubs who uh, are already on the who already packed their bags and are on their way to their uh, you know vacations we still have a season and we still have our eyes on the top prize so uh, let's go let's kill it in the stands let's get a great result on the pitch okay thanks guys uh, actually I, i want to add a couple of things we can call it my two cents but uh, we've been hearing a lot of negativity because of the afc cup because of how we've been playing but despite all of that i think everybody needs to remember that we still qualified for the semi finals of the uh, isl how many teams play badly and qualify for semi finals and that's the standard that this club has set that's the standard that carles has set we've been hearing a lot of carles out chants or uh, posts i i think that's completely uncalled for you keep forgetting that uh, this is a man who won us our first isl trophy albert roca fell short of it and his understudy could do it so out of all the things right now i think the most important thing is belief belief in in carles making the right decisions belief in us turning up and you know making making the life of the opposition miserable and just generally having that belief that we will go all the way again in isl the worst team possible out of the top 4 has gone on to win we have already seen that and the best team has lost in the final so basically what ulas said is completely correct the form book is out of the window we just do our best in the next two games and hopefully we have a final and go out to the cup too so guys thank you thank you for this and uh, to everyone listening i hope you enjoyed this episode we'll be back soon hopefully talking about the second leg and a positive result there so we'll catch you soon and see you next time